0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Through Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Whittem. In this podcast, we talk about everything related to Apple platforms and Apple development, including macOS, iOS, iPadOS, watchOS, tvOS, and any other OS they've invented this week. So with that, let's get on with the show. Let's just get straight into the big thing. There's new hardware, we'll get to that in a second, but there's a cursor. Coming to iPad OS. Yep, you heard it, it's finally happening. So for those of you that don't know, iPad OS 13.4, which is due to drop on March 25th, will have official support for the cursor. Now the way this is gonna work, it's not gonna be like a normal desktop cursor. Arguably, this may be the way that eventually you might see Mac OS go. It's kind of Apple's take on maybe future support for how the cursor should work on platforms. You know, we're all so used to the the normal way that cursors work on desktops, but as per usual with Apple, they want to take it to the next level and they want to look ahead. So, whilst it mostly works like you would normally expect when you pick up, say, a mouse or, you know, you use a touchpad to move a cursor around, there are some special uh, features you might call them, in 13.4, that's going to make it slightly different. The big one that I think people will get used to, although I'm hearing that you can turn some of it off, but as of yet, I haven't played with the beta to try it out myself. But what happens is when you get near a control, let's say a button or a selector or something that you would normally use a mouse to move a cursor to and click on, What's going to happen is, that cursor is going to change from a little circle to highlighting the control itself. So as you get close to that button, it's going to switch over and highlight the button and the cursor will disappear. Now, the bonus there is, it means that you, you know, you don't have to be ultra precise. So there's a good accessibility usage there. Now, the downside, of course, means Arguably, you can't be pixel perfect with that cursor. Now, I don't know how that's going to work out in, say, you know, painting and drawing applications, but of course, Apple would prefer you to use the pencil anyway, and that would certainly be my preferred route. I've never done any drawing with the using your finger. That's just a non-starter for me. So there are some differences between the conventional mouse support on a desktop that everyone be used to and the way it's gonna work with iPadOS 13.4. Now, I don't think it's a big deal because I think that most people now and most users of you know the newer generation of users and certainly generations going forward, they're so used to this idea of a touch screen and everything anyway, that introducing these new concepts for them is not a problem because they've probably had little exposure to the old way of doing things. So. You know, I think that it's, again, it's that trade-off of Apple's planning ahead and saying, look, this is the way things are going to go. At some point, hey, we've got to let legacy go and just forget how we used to do things. So it's going to take a bit of a transition, take a little bit of getting used to, but I think it's going to work out pretty awesome in the end. For me, this is the thing I've been waiting for. Now, you know, you've been able to do this currently in, in a sort of a partial way, you there was this hack you know you may have heard of you could go around you could turn on accessibility and you could turn on touch support and it would give you this circular uh cursor that you could use so you know between now and sort of tomorrow being march 25th as of the recording of this is the 24th uh sorry the 23rd um you can go ahead and try it out with accessibility but it's not going to be the same so i personally i wouldn't bother i would just wait till the 25th That's what I'm going to do. Put it, you know, install the update, try it out on my uh, iPad Pro. I'm pretty confident I'm going to love it. Now, when we come back after the break, let's talk about the new hardware that goes along with this cursor support in a way and some of the other items. Time for a break. Break time over. Okay, so, you know, Apple, of course, announced new hardware as well. Um, There is a new iPad Pro, it has, you know, a new camera, it's got the wide camera, and now it also has the ultra-wide camera as well. Uh, It's a 10 megapixel, you know, and a 12 megapixel on the wide camera. So, you know, as always, they update the cameras. But it also has a LiDAR scanner. Now, you know, the light detection and ranging is kind of what that stands for, LiDAR. And what it's going to be is it's really going to help out with things like, you know, augmented reality. It's really a way for to work better with sort of 3D, I don't want to say 3D scanning, but 3D spatial recognition, I guess, is the best way to describe it. So that, that actually is a big deal for the iPad. Now, the, you know, the other things too, of course, is, you know, it's getting a new um, A12Z Bionic chip as always you know apple brings out a new version it's always going to be faster than the previous one it's got more cores i think this one is an eight core blah 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 you know usual thing fastest ipad ever we've all heard this every time apple brings out any new hardware i'm not knocking them i'm just saying of course it's the fastest because it's the newest i mean that's a given right you know yes it will help with the multitasking of course and a lot of the other hardware functionality um probably boost frame rates in games and that kind of thing. But I think that the bigger news that everyone is talking about is this new Magic Keyboard for iPad. And it's kind of a keyboard slash stand. And I'll be honest, it looks very sexy, right? The idea being it's kind of got like this free-floating stand. The iPad doesn't stand on the base of the keyboard stand anymore like it used to. Um, it sort of you, takes advantage of those magnets and everything, and it it attaches to the, you know, the back of the iPad, and the iPad sort of from the front looks like it's hanging in space, I guess is the best way I can describe it. And that's fine. I mean, the design is nice, but the two primary important things, well, actually, there's three things about this stand. One, it's backlit. That's awesome. You know, it's about dawn time. Um, two, it has a touchpad For the new cursor support in the iPad Pro. Yep, fantastic. I mean, you know, personally, I'm going to be using one of my existing touchpads or, you know, a mouse or one of the other cases that I have. But the big deal, I think, is that the USB-C connector is actually in the hinge at the back of this new cover. You kind of have to see the pictures on Apple.com. Uh, You can go to apple.com forward slash iPad dash pro to and scroll down. You'll see this cover. And, you know, so you you can plug the power and presumably, I don't know yet, but we'll have to wait and see. Maybe you can plug a USB-C hub in there. It would make sense that you should be able to because this is now starting to be more of a keyboard type dock than anything for the iPad the iPad Pro, and given the new cursor support, you know, it's pretty hard even for Apple at this point to say, look, they're not angling to replace lower-end laptops. Now, the reason I say that as well, and it seems kind of funny to call them lower-end laptops because I don't think Apple makes a low-end laptop, laptop, but um, when you take into account the most talked about point on this keyboard which is the $350 price tag which is just insane I mean that's just crazy but um, when you take into account that price plus the price for an iPad you're really at the starting price for the new also announced MacBook Airs which again is kind of weird to me right now because You know, the Air is still better because it's got a full desktop OS and I think everybody knows how much I love Mac OS. But it's also kind of a shot across the bow in many ways and saying, look, this new Apple uh, iPad Pro hardware plus the case with the keyboard and the touchpad and this kind of mini dock on the back uh, plus the cursor support, how is this not going to end up being a laptop computer for many it it really is okay so it's kind of weird the pricing and and honestly i I feel like 350 dollars is just it's so typical apple and of course i mean it's beautiful but 350 dollars for a case and a key well essentially a keyboard with a small dock on the back you're crazy but people are going to pay it because it's kind of that status thing right now, you know, you take that in the iPad and I'm into, like I say, the price of a laptop. And and in many ways, I feel like a lot of this is a nod to the Surface Pro from Microsoft saying, you know what, maybe Microsoft was right. Maybe we just can't, you know, ignore the cursor support forever. And the Surface has done so well that we need to combat it. And that's kind of where we're at here. So the iPad Pro, uh, the new version. It's fantastic. Am I going to get one? No, because I've got the current generation, at least as of this recording, of the current uh, iPad Pro, the 12-inch, you know, and I absolutely love it to death. And Apple is giving me the cursor support in 13.4. So since I don't want the cameras, I don't, well, I say I don't want, I don't need the cameras. I don't really honestly need to get a new iPad. So in many ways, maybe that's why Apple has done this pricing that they've done to say, okay, you know what? A lot of people aren't going to upgrade their iPad Pros right now, so maybe we can sort of make something from them because the new cover also supports my current iPad Pro. Not the new one, but essentially last year's one. So it's all very interesting. But at the end of the day, you know, all of this said is, We're finally getting what we want. The iPad Pro has a very good chance of becoming the laptop for many. I'm certainly excited to see how this goes. I've said it before. The only thing I need my laptop for currently is Xcode and the convenience of many other things. But the more and more that I use my iPad, uh, the more I'm discovering that I can do with it, especially once I start to create my own shortcuts with the shortcuts app and everything else. So that's it for this this episode. But, you know, cursor support and the iPad, huge deal. And with that, we'll leave it there.